recorded. Okay. So it's it's working. Um, I think we. Um, I'm gonna link into uh, Bobby and June right now. Okay. Is, um, did you get a chance to read their questions? They, they yes, and we chose a question. Oh, you did. We chose a question to concentrate on. Great. Which one is it? Um, the third one about uh, classrooms of love blossoming. Blossoming. Okay. okay you can, let me take a second to just quickly read that. Hmm. I'll be right okay. back. Okay, perfect. Hello? Yep. Hi, you have to get our car to come to you. Okay. I'm going to... Um... Set up this conference call. It would be really great if you would get this program. All right. Just be, just in terms of you know we can have sound I think better sound consistency, and it's very easy. Six two. Do you want me to call Arakawa on another line too? Oh. Arakawa, Alex can call you on another line, and you can be on the phone too. No, he'll just sit with me here. Okay. And maybe he'll come on. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've done a lot. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> oh, that should be ringing. Are you doing that? Yeah, I'm doing it. It's uh, four, 605-413-6297. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, there you are. It worked. Yeah, would, would you mind calling the other number, though? Because uh, this is the cell phone. Oh, that's so the I cell could phone? Just talk. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you, oh, you messaged me from the cell phone. Got it. All right, yeah, I'll call you right back. Thank you. All right, take care. Okay. Sorry about that. Beginning. Sort of. Um... I kind of have it all scribbled around here. We are beginning at the end. Really? Okay. Hmm. We'll just offer to put uh, put uh, June. Uh, uh. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, Hi. great. <laughs> June finally made it. Yep. Great. Um, now, would you do you think it would be better if we got um, you uh, both? You and June on uh, separate lines. Like, Is it easier for you? Oh well, I don't know. I just I, I don't know if in terms of the sound quality, if I if if I have it, I don't. If when you talk on the phone, if you have multiple people on the line, does it change the audio quality on your phone? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, we could just. I was just thinking maybe put um, one of you on the on the cell phone and one of you on the house line. I can do up to nine people on this thing. Whatever you think works best. Um, if you can press okay with with this, this is great. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I can. I think I can hear everyone. Madeline, are you okay? Can you hear everyone? Yes. Yes. Hello, June. Hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you too. Arco's nearby, so he he'll maybe pop on the phone every so often. Um, Bobby, did you want to, did you want to read the uh, your 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 um, oh, legal disclaimer or illegal 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 disclaimer? 
Uh, sure, if you if you guys liked reading it. Yeah, why don't, um, why don't we can put it on and 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 use it or or not use it? But let's just let's get it on the uh, on the record. All right. This transmission is not confidential or protected from disclosure, and is not only for review and use by the intended recipient, but is meant to be distributed widely and freely accessed by everyone. Any reader is considered authorized and is hereby notified that use, dissemination, and reviews of ideas contained herein are supported and condoned. Disclosure or stealing of this information, if it is to be put to seditious use, i.e. making dying illegal, is not prohibited and is certainly encouraged as unlawful. If this transmission is received in error, please notify the sender immediately, and remember that the composing of a life has necessarily to do with the making of mistakes. Thank you, and please let us toast to a reversible destiny. Cheers. Um, and and that this, this, I think, brings us right into the... Um, the Madeline said that she liked your third, the third question. Araco and I chose the third question, the one about classrooms of love blossoming. Great. And we thought it would be good to just to concentrate on that one. Okay, perfect. First, today. So, uh, do you want, do you want, should we re- I- should we read it or do you want to post it or how how are we going to? Uh... Let, let's let's post it. Let's post it. Okay. So, um, where do we begin? Um, Helen Keller and Annie Sullivan. Um, Annie Sullivan drew Helen Keller into existence through, to quote um, Dr. Montessori, her intelligence of love, um, rigorously constructing uh, the possibility for, for love to form out. Um, and immediately that leads Arakawa and me to say that um, love is a big, fat generalization that needs a terminological junction. Yes. And we've begun one, and we'd like the two of you, the three of you, to go on with it. Um, we've actually begun one for love, and we be- have begun one for love blossoming. Mm. A little different. Yeah. So um, the one for love, you know, do you know about terminal, terminological junctions that they sort of, sort of compensate for errors and mistakes along the way and that they're cumulative and they grow to be whatever they can be to sort of guard and preserve and present what's trying to be said? They all, they also serve as 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 words for things that we don't uh, where where the concepts that we have seem to indicate but are not apt enough. Is that right, Madeline? Would you agree with that? Um, like, or um, not apt enough on their own. Not apt enough on yeah right exactly right neither either not apt enough or not apt enough on their own. No, um, if they're not apt enough, they don't enter the terminological junction. If they're a rather kind of sort of apt or apt-esque, they can just be dumped into the terminological junction and then be compensated for by yet others, yet other expressions. Okay. Does that make sense to, uh, to uh, Bobby, June? Does it, how's, how's that? Yeah, we're following you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Arco and I have begun to rely on terminological junctions, and we have no idea whether anyone else is going to sort of share that reliance. And we're really curious to know, you know, soon. Um, in any case, um, for love, we have giving accurately. You know, these are slash giving slash love slash accurately observing slash non-impeded forming slash willingness. Okay, love. Then we want to say in relation to that. Love, as a term, is heavy on its own. It's both the right and wrong word. This, but this terminological junction sort of loosens it. We feel, and uh, should you know be added to, if it can be. Then do you want to hear the one for um, love blossoming? Yes. How about so, collaborating? Do you think uh, collaboration is part of loving? 
Yes. Let's add that. Yeah. Collaborating. I think that's good. Okay, will you add that? Yes, Arka gives it yeah, thumbs up. Yes. Okay, any others to put on at the moment? Not at the moment. Mm-hmm. All right, that's a really good one. So then love blossoming slash keeping alive slash reassurance on or of, or I don't know where it is, reassurance on many scales of action, or reassurance of or from many scales of action. We'll have to find, you know, <laughs> what the, to put in there. But um, reassurance seems a very important part of it. And I think that um, Dr. Montessori was very sensitive to that, <clears throat> that reassuring along. And so are we. So hence, I'm excited about this collaboration on the reassurance level. So how would you re-answer the question using those terminological junctions, Madeline? Oh, that's a nice question, Alex. I don't know where to begin. I have a lot of ways to do it, but... um, let, let me breathe through that a little bit, and let's have some breathability in and around this. And, and uh, can we hold that question just for a moment and see what Bobby and June think about what's going on so far? Of course. Yeah, well, we think everything's great so far. Um, this concept of reassuring is big in the Montessori approach to education. You know, instilling confidence in the children. Yes. So, um, yes, and, and we applaud that, but we also want an ever-open, open searching, ever-opening, open searching. Right. How to open up and open up further, open searching. And not to make any borders, that's particularly our cost point, not to make any borders that close this searching down, to really be wary of those um, limiting, possibly limiting borders, so that... The children are both um, cultivated into this, our um, pending culture, but they also become researchers to what comes next. Researchers. Right. Communal researchers. Do you see it as a problem that in Montessori there are, um, they're not, it's kind of guidelines. They have the furniture that populates the environment. Do you see that as um, a border? A limiting factor? That's, that's a great question. Uh, let me tell Arka what you're saying, okay? Yes. Um, Bobby's asking, do you see it as a limiting factor that in the Montessori schools there are furnitures? Do you see that as possibly a limiting factor? Yes. Yes, Arka says yes. But I think that uh, we immediately started thinking about how to design it to be otherwise. Right. How to give you, June, and the other teachers all that you need, and, and you, have, you, know, you, you will be telling us list after list of what you need, but how to do it in a way that it doesn't uh, present limits or, you know, that it can always promote and prompt invention. Yeah. To, you know, to, to invite initiatives, situations that don't uh, crush this, this blossoming of, uh, quote, love, unquote, can, with the whole terminological ju- you know, juncture of what we, junction of what we mentioned. Can we clarify what 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 that is with the fur- the furniture, um, so that you know people who are listening generally um, know what what was what what was the what was the question with the what was the point with the furniture? Well, in the in the Montessori approach to education, they have uh, pre-approved Montessori materials and furniture that they use in the classroom okay. that the, the children are supposed to use. So my question was, is is that a, conceived as a border to limit? you know, the, the, the open searching process. Okay. And, uh, and, and what we're saying is that we'd like to, you know, like work closely with you to, to invent uh, ways to have that not be a limit, quite the contrary. And how does that sound to you? Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, as, as far as borders are concerned, um, no, is it, is it the borders, in, in your view, and, well, and this is an open question, are you know, troublesome in them themselves or the way that borders are the lack of attentiveness that is That's it. used That's in it, approaching That's the it, border. Exactly. Yes, it's, that it's to keep ubiquitousness of landing or tentativeness, which is, is borderlessness, keep that um, 
actively um, unfolding and um, manifesting. So you wouldn't necessarily... And informing, and informing, informing us all. So you wouldn't necessarily see a problem with the, the Montessori... Wait, Arakan, say... Sure. Hold, hold on a second, Arakan, say something. Yes. Speed of action. Arakan, saying speed of action in all this mm. is very important, too. So you wouldn't necessarily see a problem using the, the, the pre-approved furniture. You might just see a problem in using it as, or in the ways that are, or exclusively in the ways that it has been prescribed. It really depends on, on what uh, Bobby and June, you know, how far they want to go with us. We will play any way that you want us to play, you know, and stop at any point that you want us to stop. You know, we, we can invent, uh, we have invented tables that have sort of come up right from the floor, part of the floor. And that would surprise the children, you know. But um, but also we can use the, the existing project. It could be either way. We're very flexible about that. What's important is that we have distinct, uh, symmetrically arranged or procedurally organized landing sites, and we can do that in in any number of ways. So I think both of us are open to pushing the boundaries mm -hmm. as far as we can. And yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> We have a quote here from uh, John Dewey, who was, uh, it says, one critique of the Montessori approach, and I think it fits well with this. He says, but there is no freedom allowed to the child to create in the, in the Montessori classroom. He is free to choose which apparatus he will use, but never to choose his own ends, never to bend a material to his own plans, for the material is limited to a fixed number of things which must be handled in a certain way. Very important. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, from a practical... Yeah. That, that, exactly, that exactly brings me to, you know, to what we want to add, which is that we want to add, um, like, utter inventivity to, to the child's capabilities that are sort of bring, being you know, drawn out or formed. And um, uh, utter inventivity, including um, joyousness and, and, and laughter. And so part of each, each classroom or... Um, would be um, a, an area that would make the, the children really laugh. I mean, uproariously when they're there, when they're um, approaching it, when it when it looms <laughs> to them. So, so, kind of like an intensification process of the of the materials themselves. Yes, and also really um, doing it in a you know like systematic procedural way. You know, with with landing sites that are available and that can you know like sort of get things going and that they, the child could sort of like spin out from because it, the landing site stabilizes the situation and then, then the, there's a, there can be the free outflowing of, of what we started by calling love and we're going to find out other ways to speak of it. Okay. That, that, uh, we really love your concept of the approximative rigorous abstractions. Great. And, and we're wondering... To, um, what do you see coming? What what, what new approximate uh, rigorous abstractions do you see coming out of the the Montessori this, this collaboration? Well, I think I think actually uh, um, we're, we're now uh, declaring love exactly one of those, you know, and and we're, we're going to look closely at that. I mean, she's she's speaking of intelligence of love, you know, and um, uh, we're. We're very attracted to that, and yet we, you know, we 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 don't want to isolate intelligence from all of living. <laughs> and, right. Um, and so this this looking this looking here, and the terminological junctions are very very linked to the uh, rigorous approximate of rigorous abstractions. Um, and so um, you know, opening up one sort of gets gets us going with you know what 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 it'll be. And maybe you're right. Maybe maybe eventually we'll have to have just a whole other word, the way we finally decided that we just had to just rely on cleaving. And so cleaving is, you know, like, it's just approximate and rigorous enough, you know, just, just holds a place for what's going on until further information can come in. Right. So I wanted to tell you that we got a letter from um, this woman, one of the uh, first residents of our work in uh, Mitaka. She's the mother of this little boy, I think I might have mentioned to... to Two of the three of you about this little boy whose name is Yuma. Y-U-M-A, Yuma. Sometimes when I say his name, people think I'm saying humor, but it's, his name is Yuma. Which, which means and, what? Um, Yuma's, uh, Yuma means, what, you means playful, Arkan? Yeah. And Ma means place of playfulness? Or, what? So it's not far from humor. 
the meaning of the name. Yeah, no, it's not. It's very true, very true. And uh, Yuma has uh, has great joy in in, in this this uh, structure of ours that he lives in, and he's become this this joyous fellow. And not only joyous, but really thoughtful. And if his parents tell him to do something, he says, "Well, uh, let me sit down a minute and reflect on that. Perhaps that would be the appropriate thing to do, or." Well, maybe he doesn't say he uses the word appropriate. Perhaps I should do that, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yuma. And then Yuma went went to school. Um, and he's three, right? He went to, to I guess, a nursery school or something. And he, um, in school, he decided that he was really constricted with his clothing, so he took all his clothing off. Just, I have to have no clothing on at all. And the teacher called his mother and said, "What? Well, you know, what's going on here?" And the mother said, "Well, that's that's the way he is at home, so it's very natural that he would be like that in school." Yes. But it, <laughs> in any case, his mother wrote us a three-page letter, in which she didn't really talk that much about Yuma. We were just like hungry for more news of Yuma because we like Yuma stories. But she went on all about herself, and she said that that she has come to feel about her house as if it's her pet, and she loves it. She loves it the way you love a dog or a cat. She loves his house, and she, she notices when she leaves, she, she thinks about it. It's in her heart, and her heart you know, is thinking back to, 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 to a certain part of the house, or particularly a certain part of the floor, and, and she's just very involved with it, you know? And, you know, and, and, and of course we thought of that when you said, you know, can you design, uh, what, did you, what did you say, uh, classrooms of love blossoming, you know? So we, right. we think that these children, instead of being plunked down in a wonderful space that has very incredible tools and it's very organized, which, you know, Montessori has to offer, but these children in your school will also come to love where they are. They'll be loving all the, little, all the different parts of it. Yeah, and that's one of the main principles I think June can talk about is that uh, it's the children's house was meant to be a house and not a school, not the factory type environment. June, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, for us, for Montessori, um, the first, because, you know, like we children born, born in the house, and then one, when it's time for them to go to school, we just want to make them feel comfortable. So that is the idea that Montessori thinks that school should be the second house for children. Mm -hmm. And that's why it was called the children's house, the very first Montessori, the Casa dei Bambini. Yes. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, great. So, um, yeah, so then um, we will strive to, you know, to make it as lovable as possible procedurally. And what I think would be of use to us is if you looked at that list of procedures that we have thus far named, and those, those procedures come directly from the subdivisions of the mechanism of meaning. And those subdivisions are the uh, underlying tendencies of thought and behavior as far as we could tell when we were very young, actually, in our 20s, we'd you know, put together that, that list. And we always, we fully expected the rest of the world to come and say, you left this out, you left that out, or this is extra. But we've never heard that. We've heard a lot of things about this project, but we never got that kind of direct criticism. Maybe one day we will. But in any case, we, we have relied on those um, tendencies all our lives. And um, it's led us to one thing and another. And... Uh, so we decided when we knew that, when we learned that what we had to do is really invent and assemble procedures that would guide action, we, we, we returned to those subdivisions to, to guide us you know, through the forming of them. And, and so we have that list, and, and if the two of you look at the list, and, and we'd love to talk with you about that list. Don't you think okay. that's awesome? Uh, we, are, we think that would be very helpful for the design process. Excellent. Oh, sorry. You no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, is there a, a limitation on the age when you think it's uh, appropriate to be teaching children these concepts? I mean, is like too, too young to initiate the teaching of a reversible destiny, for instance? Well, it's not too young to, to um, sort of spread your architectural body uh, landing sites. I, can, I, can, yeah. I add, can I also add to that? And um, that I think, too, is, is, is it's... Sometimes when we think about these these con we, you know something that we learn, we think of it's you know that it's going to be applied like very soon, um, you know uh, maybe within a, a, a day or you know when when the skills learn that it will be applied within you know pretty soon. Um, but 
um, recently I, I was, um, my grandmother passed away. Um, and I was, but I was, I was working with her a little bit and, you know, getting her to respond. And I, I, I somewhat wish that like when she was very young, like two years old, that, you know, a certain amount of kind of, you know, procedure, you know, that she knew how to kind of be an architectural body or, you know, be able to do certain procedures so that when I went to, you know, work with her when she's 86 years old, that I would be able to access that. And so, I, I mean, I think, right. you know, at, at some level, um, you know, just to have that training be, you know, it's like riding a bicycle. Um, you know, I haven't ridden a bicycle. I mean, you know, I, I, I can go like years without riding a bicycle and then just get on and it's not a problem. Um, and so I think there are certain coordinating skills that should, you know, you should start out with, you know, at, with children two years old. Just, yeah, why, why hesitate? hesitate? Yeah. But, but also, um, when we were, you know, like thinking of this question you, you posed, number three, this question about love blossoming classrooms, um, you know, we, we were thinking also that, you know, parents, um, when they love their children, in their love, they you know they they give them they they're reassuring they're reassuring figures and they they want to reassure their children, but in a way you know there's there's certain kind of um, reserve they have to hold back one very big degree of reassurance and that is in the area of what we now speak of as reversible destiny. There is no reassurance. There is no reassurance to be given by our species yet in that domain, and um, that I think the little soldiers, <laughs> I mean the little um, ones, that's that's a degree of reassurance that um, would be really mm. a boon, you know. Like what, what it says on the cover. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, June and Bobby? When, when I say that. No, no, I, I think that's right, and um, I think part of the reason that we were thinking about this legal disclaimer in the beginning is we were wondering what uh, you know a universe of Montessori children would be like, you know, a, a form of education from the very beginning. That was predicated on collaboration instead of competition, yeah. and um, you can imagine forms of piracy or um, you know uh, different forms of uh, a different form of legal disclaimer. Yes, 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 and to like uh, communally together construct um, real, solid, hopeful possibilities. Well, I, I, right. I'll, I'll, I'll ask the direct question. Do, do you have a what's a, can you tell me Lynn, what's on the, exactly what the words exactly as they read on the cover of Making Dying Illegal? <laughs> that's a, that's that's right the real now. question. <laughs> to what extent is that question? I would like to know. And you, and Bobby and June, to what extent do you think that that question is you know should be really asked to young children, or not not, not the question, the, the, I have the it point. Right here. It's a statement. Yeah, can you read it? Yes, uh, making dying illegal. Think of what it would mean to elementary school children to be greeted thus by their new teacher at the beginning of the school year. Children, I can very well promise you that if you study hard and always strive to know the full range of the body's capabilities, you will, in all probability, not have to die. All right, there it is. Well, what, yeah. so, what, so Bobby and June, can you, can you respond to, to that? I mean, that's a tough question, I, I, you know, I know. <laughs> yes, that's a tough question. Uh, and, and I think that's something that the, the parents raised in, in yeah. our questions we sent to you. Um, you know, how, how seriously can we take this concept? I'm ready to take this concept very seriously, as you probably know, but uh, there's been a lot of hesitation from people we've been talking to. Well, you know what? If there's hesitation, you can tell it to them the other way, because the other way is also a true, you know, um, a, a true enough image of, of where we are at this juncture. The making what, what, we, what we mean by reversible destiny is, like, keep all options open and don't give up before you have to give up. <laughs> Hey, this species is giving up too soon. It's giving in, to, you know, just because billions of people died before us, you know, yeah, maybe we do have to die. But you know what? Maybe we're now, you know, like uh, we, if we if we collaborate, if we really are more seriously communal, communal about this matter, maybe you know something else can be done. And it would be great if this could be told to children. You know, my God, what a difference! Everything, you know, that would make. Do you, all the do you think there's Madeline? Do, do you think there's some way that the two or Bobby and June as well. I mean, do you think that there's some way that those two ideas can be combined? Um, you know, that, you know, I mean, keep the options open and, and then, uh, and then there, there, there may be some way that, you know, even, even death um, may be a thing of the past. I mean, is that, I mean, is it, you know, you know, 
interesting enough, one of the things that keeps coming up in talking to parents is everyone keeps referring to their moms when they were kids. Their mom would always say, you can do anything you want when you grow up. So, you know, in a certain sense, it's like you can do anything you want, even refuse to die. Even Very nice. That's lovely. That's a wonderful contribution. That's great. So, you know what? We have to open up a terminological junction for reversible destiny now. And then we yeah. can make, and there are two different types of terminological junctions. One is just opening and opening and opening and defining by, by adding. And the other one is a bridge from here to there, you know? And now we see something has to be bridged. We have to, we have to bridge from you know, we who do, do not mind admitting that we die and that we would prefer not to, to those who would prefer just to, um, I don't know what, what do they want? I can't think of their position, but to just have this as, you know, like a, that possibility of just going on, inventing life, and not mentioning that we're going to really, really, really fight death or whatever it is their position is. But we can, we can bridge it, and that's a, a distinctly different type of terminological junction equally worth making. You see my point? Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is great. I'm. I'm first. First. First of all, I'd like to say I'm really excited that this is. I mean, just listening to this conversation, um, I think is going to be immensely valuable. You know, for people listening generally, and also you know for ourselves as we kind of go forward and and invent uh, what's going to happen with the with the school and with the conference and um, with other projects. So this is this is this is really great. What do you, can I, I? I know you wanted to talk about the conference a little bit, Madeline. Um, I'd like to hear oh, more okay. from, from June. Uh, yes, we actually have a question that goes in ties in well right now that she wants to ask. Um, I really want to know how can you ensure the safety of the mm. children in the classroom? How, let me tell our the question too. This is an important question. How can we ensure the safety of the children in the classroom? Yep, that's right. Yes, Arka begins by saying safety uh, you know, comes in all different degrees. Yeah. Um, you know, like, June, I think it would be like if you took the children for a walk in a meadow, mm -hmm. you know, then it would be different from walking in, in, in the house. But you, you're very safe in a meadow, too, you know? I don't think you're less safe in a meadow than in a house. I think that's the difference, really. What do you think, Arka? I don't, I, I don't think the, there would be no challenge... I think more than being in in a meadow. Maybe a meadow that has like a little hill in it at one point, but everything would be signaled and everything would be very um, reassuring and may, very. May I also one add to that, Marilyn, and by saying that I think that by getting the children from a very young age to be very aware of their landing sites and very aware of their environment that they're in, which is something that most structures don't do, is that they they will have you know additional skills. In, in dealing with you know more uh, complex environments, I mean so so that the very good very good Alex and that reminds me also which I always want to say also um, is that you know we have lots of evidence now about the um, structures that which word I don't like structures so I need a terminological junction with that but anyway I just use it because it comes it arrives structures the structures that we have uh, built um, give people lots of strength they and they um, some immunologists now are studying why they should do so. We have some theories as to why they do. And uh, I, I don't know if I told you the story about a, a great uh, master of chi. Uh, it's called chi, you know, chi from qigong, chi? Right. Yes? Um, yeah. yeah, and in Japan they call it ki. So this ma master from the south of Japan came to the museum, where, where Nagi, the Nagi Museum, where we have a structure. And he, unbeknownst to us, he visited it. And he went up to the director of the museum and he said to him, I want you to know that that room has the highest concentration of ki of all Japan. Okay? <laughs> so it's incredibly strengthening. And, and when I heard this, I told Arka, yeah. And Arka said, yeah, you're not surprised. I said, well, I've been looking and thinking for years about how chi and landing sites might possibly be the same, <laughs> the same, you know. And here was evidence that this is working. So there's, there are certain kinds of symmetrical arrangements that we will put into, into the uh, school and certain procedures that will be very, very strengthening. And Alex's, Alex's point is excellent, that you know, this kind of uh, dispersal of landing sites will, will 
keep children very, very much on their toes and make them very, very safe indeed in a, in a reassuring right. way. Whereas opposed to the, like the, in fact, I, w- I would say that most ordinary school surroundings are unsafe because they make the, the, the children um, forget about their bodies and their bodies' relationships to space. Right, they discombobulate them. At time, well, yeah, they just they just don't At think time. about it. That 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 those abilities kind of atrophy within within you know a regular within a regular space. And then another thing, June, is that um, the children's safety will also be guaranteed because you and Bobby will always be closely working with us and be part of the process, and you could always alert us to something that you think would be you know problematical. You have any are you interested in being involved in the in the teaching with us? Is it, is it something that would interest you? Is uh... we would play with you any way that you'd like us to play. Yeah, that that, nice that goes know. for me as well. I'm I'm in. Great. You just can't <laughs> teach our kids how to scuba dive. Did, what, what did you, you you said that you had some sort of um, answer to that? You know how how the scuba diving. Questions. Although I did, I I think I'm getting a little better at it, or feeling a little more comfortable with it. But um, you said, yeah. How would how how would you teach some? I mean, because these environments are going to be more perhaps complex. I mean, how 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 would you how do you deal with you know um, skills that re, you know require certain knowledge to be acquired in order to be safe? Okay. Um, I need to let you know first that uh, we have uh, one activity in our classroom that's called uh, practical life activity. Is the activity that um, children learn how to do things in their own environment, like things that they mm. see their parents doing that all the time. So in our classroom, by helping them mm-hmm. to be able to help themselves in that task, so we show them, we analyze our movement, we show them very slowly, we cut out all the unnecessary movement. Mm. So they... Oh, yeah, they learn very slowly how to imitate our movement. So that's how they learn in our classroom. What's an, one example, specific example? Like, um, let's say, when, when, when you see the spot, you see the slow motion picture, that is how we show them. We show them very slow. We, show, we cut out all the What, what, what would be one of the, one of the activities so that you would engage? Like cooking, I suppose, would be... Washing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Washing how, how would that? How would that? Can you can you describe that a little bit? Okay. Um, first of all, you you lift your hand up and then you extend your hand your hands out and then put it in the bucket. So we just slowly show them how you need to wash your hands. Yes. Absolutely. That's great. Do you understand that? Yes. Yes. And and how do you see them? Um, when they learn, well, how do you how do you see their bodies changing? How how you see a certain kind of appreciation or kind of as they absorb this 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 uh, that you're conveying them in in a suitable way? It must be a great relief to them to have it so they can feel it appropriately. Yep. Mhm. That's correct. That's amazing. Okay. So these so these 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 approaches are so very close. Well, you know. That reminds me, I uh, immediately thought of that. This, you know, we, we have one house that's in the Guggenheim catalog. It's called the Mechanism of Meaning House, I think. Oh, it's, but its real name, like, then it became Infancy House. We have two Infancy Houses. One Infancy House, which is really the Mechanism of Meaning House, and then the other is Infancy House Like Chaos. And both of them are highly procedural. And in the Infancy House, we took from the Mechanism of Meaning, I, I can't tell you which subdivision right off the bat, but what we did is we made a situation in which you enter a room mm. before you enter that room. So all the landing sites of the room are already presented to you in a little um, vestibule, so to speak, or a little area just before you go into it. So your landing sites disperse, and then you move a little more forward, and you, they disperse again in the same way. So it's really reassuring. And, you know, another way of sort of making like a solid form of this slow-motion um, reduced kind of action that you use to teach children certain activities. Yes. It's already built in there. Hmm? So it seems like there's more intersections than we initially realized. Yes, yes, and that's what we're looking for, those intersections. We just have to collect all the intersections. 
they won't make a terminological junction right. of the bridge type. Um, do you envision making a directions for use for the and children? Maybe the children. Together with you. Okay. And together with the children. Whatever, you know, we'll see. We'll see what best suggests itself. Oh, another, another thing that came in this letter from this resident of uh, Reversible Destiny Lofts is that she said that when she first moved in, she, she had the directions of use, for use in hand, but she didn't feel like just doing it quite yet, and so she just went about her life. And then um, about a, how long, how much later? Three months later, she picked them up and started reading them. And she laughed because she had basically done them all on her own. And they're pretty, I mean, they're pretty, um, in that one, you know, we ask people to sort of use the floor in some way to really form sunlight in the middle of the night. I mean, we, we asked some pretty um, extreme things. She said she did it all on her own wow. before reading it. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, th this is great. Um, how would we, how would we uh, like to um, proceed? Well, and well, well, we want to make sure figure out what we're going to do in the like. What are our what's our homework, so to speak, um, for for next time? I, I mean, I think we should talk more about this. Um, what what kinds of things would you like to see? You know, kind of done before next time, so we can. I mean, this is a great conversation. That's a great question, Alex. Yeah, and then that other question you asked before that was very good. I think I kind of answered it along the way, didn't I? You asked about how I would, you know, interpret the, the question, you know, now that the terminological junctions are in place. But that's I think kind it of, was. That was sort of handled what, what, in a way, Bob, wasn't it? Wait, do you, do you, well, let's ask them, Bobby and Jude, do you but agree now, with that? Now, now okay. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what would you, what, Bobby and Jude, what would you like us to do for, like, we're, I think we should have another conversation maybe next Sunday would be really great. Is that going to be okay for you? Okay. Um, what would... Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. What's the date? Because we might have to go out to bioscope. Okay. Well, we might have to move this today, okay? Because of okay. You know, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to be in. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be in New York. You're, uh, you're coming to see there? Next, next by next. Oh, I think sun, by Sunday. No, not by next Sunday. Sunday's the first. But I will be in New York, the, the Sunday after that, on the eighth. And you're coming too, aren't you? You're going to come see bioscope house. Yes, we're hoping to in August. So, for whatever Great. time it is, what would you Great. like, Bobby and June? What would you like us well, to yeah. focus on or to think about um, for next time? Is there any chance we can see some glimpse, some sketches? Okay, that might might be possible. Can we send them a sketch or two before the next meet, meeting? Yeah, yeah, we think we can. Yes, yes. How about us? What else would you like from oh, us? I, I really would like you to think about the architectural procedures, I think. Okay. But at the same time, maybe think about, you know, like this, you know, the story that you told today about slowing down action. That, that was a wonderful and useful story. And what you said about the, you know, you know that it's a house and to remember that it's a house. That, that's all very useful. So anything like that that, you know, you want to emphasize. Okay. That you know. That, <laughs> anything that you know that we don't know, I want to know. <laughs> That's probably not a lot. It sounds, sounds like a bit. Well, um, I don't know. What, what about like the um, like um, also in terms of slowing? I mean, slowing down. It, it seems to me that it's that it's one type of um, way of, of of teaching. You know, what what about? I mean, um, not. I'm not going to say speeding up, but other 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 ways. I mean, doing something backwards, for example. I mean, to what extent do other do other um, ways of you know kind of going about learning a skill, like to to do something forwards and backwards? I mean, or, or if you can play with just play with those ideas, I think, and and see see if it's helpful. Or, or do you think that would be helpful? That's a good question. It's own. I think it is kind of like you know the the, the time frame. You know, slowing it down is dissecting it. Prior to see where right. Well, the question is, how would you? I mean, how would you get it? it? You know, so okay, they know how to wash their hands, right? And they've got it. They've got it. They got you go into really slowly, but then how how to how to take what I mean in this very simple action, you know, how to to make it less borderful, you know, how to to 
to I mean they've got the skill, but how to how how they can integrate the washing the hands. I mean something very simple into other other learning activities. You think it's too direct? I think that's a little bit too direct the way you're putting it. Yeah, I think it's too direct. I think we, um, when Arakan and I were going over this, I mean, our, you know, our, our various responses to this question, which, which is a question that's sort of leading this whole discussion, you know, it, it, you know, it, we kept coming back to the need to act indirectly. And that tentativeness, you know, you know like requires and invites indirect approaches. And, I, um, and especially when we come bring different terminology different terminological approaches and different you know, outlooks together we have to bring it together mm. really quite indirectly and uh, I think it's it's valiant that you're, you're you're jumping in there with going backwards and it could be eventually down the line useful but at this point mm-hmm. which I think we have to come together very very slowly I just you know that's this is from my years and years of collaborating I, I, I know that could be important but, you know like the, the slow indirect coming toward whatever it is what we know now is that you know that that love is a factor and that we don't know what the hell love is but yeah. we do what we do but we but we but it's not sufficiently named love whatever it is we're talking about and so we kind of we might want to speak of it as uh, unlimited willingness you know when she speaks what does she speak about uh, the uh, the child is a wellspring of love right know? So an unlimited willingness, and then um, that children willingly mm. interact. There's a real willingness to interact, you know, and that's and that's you know what you're um, fielding and and joining in 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 your schooling, in your way of schooling, and that's really you know we're going to celebrate that. That's all great, and so you know we'd like to declare that you know there there is a right to interact, mm. and that right should not be denied. To anyone, and so yeah. it has so to be guarded. Be, also, that should be if we can think a little bit about how that you know when it comes time to the for, for the conference, you know, to kind of take these principles and really perhaps have them be guiding, um, you know, guideposts for what should happen in the in, in the conference. Because it seems like a lot of that is you know the oh, children yeah. have this yeah. ultimate this this lot of love and this willingness, but to interact and but but. Adults don't have it so much, and or at least certainly not in the same way. Right, and so how? how right, many, well, it's been so trained how can Montessori this the Montessori approach and the approach that we're kind of building, you know, help us that you know as as adults to be able to you know meet on a you know and and talk about like reversible destiny in a way that is you know that invites interaction that in, invites. Kind of willing, willing love and willingness to interact and to create, um, as 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 opposed to kind of create walls between disciplines great, and great to, question, yeah. um, not to interact. Right. So that reminds me. Did you I don't, give I don't Bobby think and June so. the list that uh, you and I made yeah, this I'll, morning I'll, about? Uh, well, you should look at the list oh, first, okay. and then so we should talk to make sure that I, I have that, I have yeah. everything on it. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 but um, part of it was like this. Uh, Alex said rightly that these aren't just interviews, whatever these are, these audio blog things, and, and we said maybe they could be called like inventions, invention facilitating facilitations or saying facilitations. But we didn't like facilitation so much, but we didn't dislike it so much. So we could tag that on too, and then we said that um, each of us should learn to help the others specify further, be specific, you know, sort of breathe through it and be as specific as you can. So yeah, that's, that's, the invention that's, 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 that's right. Yeah, Alex, isn't that some of it? Yeah, and so now, Alex, what you're doing now is just, you know, you're specifying further <laughs> and you're inventing further. So it's really, it's fulfilling yeah, our... So we'll, send, we'll send you a copy of that for next time as, as well. Uh, and if you have anything to send us, uh, okay, send it on over. Uh, So I'd like to just say that maybe um, each of us should think about mm. what would make children laugh in the classroom. What you know, uh, what architecturally we could you know offer them that would <laughs> you know get them to giggle and laugh. And I think that 
Are we too old to go back to classrooms? What'd you say? <laughs> are, are we too old to go back to school like this? <laughs> Certainly, I don't come think so. go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I mean, the the. I mean, I think that. I mean, the the thing is, the tricky thing is, is that. The nice thing about the the, the Montessori classroom, from the way I understand it, is that the kind of the the giggling and the laughter, are are not trained out as quickly as they are in other. Surroundings, academic surroundings, uh, And so, but yeah, I, yeah, I think with the you know. Arkos saying something else too, you know. Um, he's right here with me, but he can't hear his voice. <laughs> I swear he's here. Do you believe me? <laughs> um, he said health. It's very important that you know, like really, the um, architectural surround really, really boosts health in every way. You know, I mean, building an architectural body is also building really, really vigorous, uh, thriving healthfulness. Healthiness. Yes. Well, we're 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 wondering if our call had silence. anything else to say. I hear silence say. in response to that. Oh, that's <laughs> anything else to say? That's the one. And irony, irony. Ah, we're going to give the children irony too. Wow, that'll be quite a job. Some degree of irony. Oh, that comes together with not being so damn sure of oneself, I guess. Hmm? Can I request that Arakawa come play on the phone with us next time, please? Can Arakawa come play on uh, play with us on the phone next time? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. What? What do? You, what? Bobby June? What do you so think? Have we done it for today? Great. Yes, yeah, it's really so. it's good. It's good talking to you. What I can what I can do is I'll send you just um, a raw file of uh, of this conversation for you to, to refer to. Okay, great, Madeline. Is that is that everything Perfect. for you? Perfect. That'll be helpful. Yes, Alcala, are you finished? Anything else you want to say? Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, thank, Today, thanks, everyone. Today, that's just enough. All right. Take care. All right. Yes, thank bye you. Now. Talk soon. Bye. Okay. We'll talk soon. Okay, bye.